Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Honestly, we could have done better this morning. Uh, Just in my own defense, I did work. We were trying to finish the book this morning, but I had to finish some work. Huh, Pepe? I know, because I was finishing my work. Okay. This isn't what it looks like. Secret series by Pseudonymous Bosch. Book number four, chapter 19, page 359. Chapter 19, Opal Like the Rock. A moment later, they were standing at the winner's circle in a tear with a tearful Miss Johnson. I don't know who that lady thinks she is. Is everybody out of their minds? She pointed to Yo-Yoji, who looked more than a bit rattled by his brush with the unknown knight, not to mention the sight of all of those white gloves. You, it's your fault. If you hadn't entered the contest, he wouldn't have been able to steal my necklace. That doesn't make any sense, said Max Ernest, unable to stop himself. The unknown knight would still probably have won, and he would have just won against someone else. And now you again? I shouldn't have to tell you. I shouldn't have to let any of you back in school after the last episode with the tuning fork. This time, you're all expelled forever. (gasps) She called it the tuning fork, which means she knew what it was. Remember, because they were just looking for, they didn't call it the tuning fork. Miss Johnson threw off her tiara, no longer a queen. She was their principal once more, or ex-principal. Actually, I think that's redundant, said Max Ernest. Expulsion is always forever. That's, that's, what, that's what it means. Otherwise, it's not another word out of you, young man, snapped Mrs. Johnson. Otherwise, it's suspension, he concluded. Sorry. Now, these kids don't mean any harm, said Opal soothingly. If, oh, now these kids don't mean any harm, said Opal soothingly. If they retrieve your necklace for you, will that be enough to get them back into your good graces? And just how are they going to do that? Miss Johnson scoffed. Never mind about that. Just tell me you won't expel them. Oh, please. Right now, that necklace is halfway to Mexico or wherever that medieval knight is going to pawn jewelry these days. There's no way those kids are going to find it. Not medieval, it's renaissance, said Max Ernest. <laughs> Max Ernest began, but Cass, silen- Cass silenced him with a look. Don't underestimate them, continued Opal. Didn't you say they managed to get something from you before? What was it, a tuning fork? True, there's no doubt that they have a talent for thievery. As these kids listened in disbelief, the secretary somehow persuaded their principal to let them have 24 hours to find the necklace. After that, the principal will call the police about the necklace and their parents about expelling them, which obviously she can't expel them over something like that. Minutes later, Opal ushered them to the, st- to the stables. Still, they, the still shell-shocked Yo-Yoji flung himself down on a bale of hay. Why are you helping us? asked Cass. Because my name is Owen, is what I feel like Opal's going to say. Just doing my job, said Opal with a hint of a smile. Aren't secretaries supposed to be helpful? 
I was wrong about you, said Max Ernest. I thought, well, I didn't trust you. Opal laughed incredulous. Oh, really? After I gave you that mirror and the monocle? You gave them to me? Well, I left them for you. Same difference. You didn't really think I was so careless with my things, did you? Oh, no, I guess not, said Max Ernest, turning red because he had assumed the exact same thing. Opal grinned. And what about that kick me? No. Nice touch? Nice touch, I thought. What kick me no, asked Yo-Yoji. I knew you wrote that, said Max Ernest, ignoring Yo-Yoji. For some reason, he was still reluctant to admit that he had walked around with a sign on his back that said, kick me. Well, I didn't write that message on the, I didn't write the message on the other side. That was from Pietro. Cass stared at him. Her, uh, oh, Cass stared at him. You know Pietro? I think it meant her. Cass stared at her. But him, that's another hint that it's Owen. Chuckling, the secretary sat down on a stool and pulled off her rather large silver platform shoes. You guys don't really know who I am, do you? You mean you're not opal like the rock, said Max Ernest? Nope, not any kind of opal. She took off her trademark opal ring and tossed it over her shoulder. Don't worry, it was plastic, she said, seeing the shocked expressions around her. She peeled away each absurd long fingernail and wrapped in rapid succession, revealing the bare, unpainted short nail underneath. Then she reached up, gripped her blonde hair, and yanked off what seemed to be a very big wig. Underneath was brown hair, short and cropped. Hey, why don't you keep the um hey, why don't you keep this? she said, tossing the wig in the direction of Max Ernest. You never know when you're gonna need a quick disguise. Finally, the secretary wiping off the makeup with a brand, her her Wiping makeup off her face with a tissue, the shadow of a beard began to show. Cass smiled, perhaps the first time all day. Who do you think it was? Owen. Yep. Owen! No kidding! Took you long enough. The Turkish Society's resident spy and master of disguise, master of disguise, now speaking in a deeper voice without any trace of New York accent. Pietro had me visit your school to find out what I could what i could for miss johnson we know the midnight sun we know the midnight sun was watching her but we thought it was about the tuning fork we didn't think it was about a magnetic rock well don't just don't just stand there help me my stuff's over there he pointed to a small duffel bag on the floor that looked looked about as different looked about as different from opal's patent leather purse as a big as a bag possibly could Cass handed it to him, and he dumped out the contents unceremoniously on the ground. Jeans, t-shirt, tennis shoes, and a pair of sunglasses. One moment later, Owen came out of the horse's stall dressed as himself, something the kids had seen once or twice before. Although no longer a working actor, he was almost, almost dressed as someone else, whether it was a cowboy in a gallon hat or a secretary in a 10-gallon wig. Speaking of disguises, you guys have any guesses about who 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 that spook was in the armor? The unknown knight? Anybody get a get a look at his face? They all shook their heads. Even you, Yoyoji, you're pretty close, Owen shuddered. Oh, Owen observed. I couldn't even see the dude's eyes, just like a shadow. His mask was pretty big. It wasn't it wasn't cuz of, of the mask, Cass said finally, fessing up to what she'd been fearing. It was cuz he's invisible. Halting, 
She told them about the encounter with Lord Pharaoh and about how she had been forced to give him the last remaining bit of the time-traveling chocolate. I didn't think it would be enough to work, but it must have been, she said, stricken. When I heard about Pietro's warning, I started to worry. Now I'm sure of it. How can you be sure of it? asked Mask Ernest. I mean, the average person would consider the whole story pretty unlikely. I just am. Did you see the way he looked at me? It was like we were communicating or something. Plus, Miss Mavius said that her master had returned. Who else would that be? From what I hear from Pietro, I think Cass is probably right, said Owen. I knew there was something not normal about that guy, asked Yo said Yo-Yoji. I'm sorry, it's my fault, said Cass, miserable. I should have never eaten the chocolate. Now, instead of me having the lodestone, Lord Pharaoh does. Oh, don't blame yourself. You did what you had to do, said Owen, not exactly concentrating on her. I'll be back as soon as I can. In the meantime, you guys try and find out which way Lord Pharaoh went. But do not, I repeat, do not go after him. Do you hear me? Why not, asked Yoyoji. He was going after me. He was going after me? Yeah, that's the point. I'm the guy who's ready to throw you in, a deep, in the deep end, so if I'm telling you to stay away, there's got to be a reason, right? You know... I have met Lord Pharaoh before, Cass couldn't help saying. Was he a ghost at the time, whose, pow whose powers we didn't even know? If he's out of his armor now, he could be anywhere and we wouldn't see him. He could, he could be in this very room. Cass glanced around the room with a monocle. Through the monocle, he's not. Well, there's something good. There's some good news, at least. Throwing his rucksack over his shoulder, Owen walked out the door. How do we figure out where Lord Pharaoh went if we don't? Go get him, go get him, go after him, asked Yoyoji after Owen disappeared. Just follow his tracks out of here and then stop. I doubt we'll get that far. He's a ghost. For all we know, his horse is a ghost too, and it won't leave any tracks, said Max Ernest. Hey, what are you doing here, Ben? At some point while they were talking, Benjamin had walked in. He tugged on Max Ernest's sleeve and started mumbling. He says he has an idea of where we could go look for Lord Pharaoh, said Max Ernest. How do you know about Lord Pharaoh, asked Cass angrily. Have you been eavesdropping? He's still spying for them. I knew it, said Yo-Yoji. Benjamin shook his head over and over again. Max Ernest translated again. He, he said he just wants to help. He feels terrible about what he did, and he wants to make up for it. Okay, so so how, you're, how are you helping, Ben, demanded Cass. He says, pointing to the camera obscura, it's located at the highest point of the arena. Of the area, he stayed there after the rest of the school left and noticed that you can see the Ren Fair even, and even outside of it. Maybe we'll be, we'll be able to see Lord Pharaoh from there. Actually, not a bad idea, Ben. A faint smile lit Ben's face. Knew it was Owen. Called that. Called it. Called it. And I called the chocolate would wear off. Yep, you called it. Neither one of us called Lord Pharaoh eating the chocolate coming into the future, though. <laughs> okay, let's do another chapter.